Hello and welcome to Tomorrow's Fish and Chip Paper, the podcast that looks back at some of the week's news you may otherwise have missed. My name's Paul and joining me this week, as ever, is Matthew. Hello, Paul. Hello, Matthew. So where should we start this week? Um, well, some sad news in the papers this week, isn't it, about um, the big toy franchise, Toys R Us? Yeah, Toys R Us is no more. This is, this is really sad news, really, isn't it? It's a bit of an institution for generations of children growing up. Yeah, we had one in Nottingham. We did, we had, we had quite a few in Nottingham. One, one of the few shops that did yeah. close down yeah. on the outskirts. Yeah, very sad news. Um, but did you see the reason why they think it's the, the reason why the business has struggled, struggled over the last few years is because basically there's a reduction of children in the world. That's what they're putting it down to. In certain areas, what, in, in certain well, countries? In, in their markets. Um, oh, right. So, so they're saying that basically it boomed in you know from the 50s onwards, really. Um, just because there was you know a population boom, so there's a lot of children. But yeah. They're saying that you know the number of children in the world has, has plateaued a little bit, so which has really affected their business. Is that what is that? Is that just a cop out? I think through? it. I'm, I, look, I think it's a bit of a cop out because I think they've just not competed with Amazon, have they? And online mm. retailers, they've missed a boat. But like Blockbuster, you know, you're not telling me that. Yeah. It's like Blockbuster coming out saying, "Well, no one watches films anymore." Yeah. Which, which is codswallop. And Netflix, yeah, they just took over. But yeah, I mean, he has got a point. I mean, you look at the founder, which is even sadder. You see, the founder died as well this week in the same week that his company. I did see that, yeah. It's very sad. So um, he would have known, obviously. Well, yeah, unless he lost his marbles, you don't know. But yeah, possibly no. But he, the, the reason why he set up the company was when he came back from fighting in the war in the 40s, he came back and, and everyone was basically going back to their family. All his friends, everyone else in the military said that they were going back to their families and they were going to have children. So he. he saw this opportunity he saw there was potentially going to be a baby boom oh, so right. went back and first thing he did was set up a children's furniture business which you know later moved into selling toys and become Toys R Us alright it links sort of in with um, yeah this week like Facebook everyone's been hammering Facebook this week and that um, there could be a little gap in the market there I don't know, obviously it's what for the new Facebook yeah for a new social website I think maybe we could do that really is there another could there be another social website well there's a little bit of trust lost in Facebook. A little bit. See, Elon Musk is uh, withdrawing all these oh, is these companies' things from Facebook. Yeah. All right. It's the start of it, though, isn't it? Maybe. Maybe, maybe, this, maybe this is the end of Facebook. I didn't think this would overcome. I thought that one was was here to stay. But yeah. Maybe that's what we should be doing rather than doing this. We should be brainstorming some social, social media. Social media. Yeah, right? and that's what. You know, obviously we use Twitter. Have we got a Twitter handle? Right. We have, yeah. I fish your podcast on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this should, maybe Weibo will uh, come on. We read all oh, we A lot of these yeah. stories came to emanate from Weibo in uh, China. Well, that's Twitter, isn't it, though? It's not... Is um, it similar to... I don't know. I've never been on yeah, it. Yeah, it's equivalent to Twitter in China. So it, it wouldn't be... It's not like a Facebook, like that platform of... You know, they, they used to have um, that one before Facebook, didn't they? That I, 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 I took me ages to go on Facebook. But, yeah, you only just... But there was another one before that, wasn't there? What was that? MySpace. MySpace, yeah. I, I yeah. wasn't on that either. But what was that? There was that... Was it Bebo or something as well? One of those ones, isn't it? Yeah. See, we, we just need something. Like, we don't want to give too many ideas away. Cause, yeah, let's not broadcast our ideas. Yeah, because then all these people think, oh, yeah. But I reckon, give it, you know, I reckon give it six months and we might be talking about, you know, this brand new social media platform everyone's getting on. That we invented. Yeah, that we to be honest, mate, if we invented a social media platform that's going to have millions of viewers in a few months' time, will we still be doing this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Let's make someone ever see each other again. If we go multi to millionaires, oh, that's it. Don't like that, mate. <laughs> Maybe once a year. But yeah, so anyway, back to the Toys R Us. Yeah, so they're putting it down to the um, 
decreasing child population. Well, there's that thing about Japan, isn't there, that we spoke about a few months ago, maybe we didn't hit the podcast, it probably... Uh, they were maybe in the warm-up sessions. We yeah, did. Yeah, we left uh, on the cutting room floor. Well, yeah, that people might not believe that we actually we actually do warm-ups. <laughs> yeah. We actually did a few test runs <laughs> before we got we start publishing this shit. But, yeah, um, yeah, we uh, in Japan there um, there's a decrease in population, isn't it? In Japan, they um, well, those the, guys they're just not chugging anymore. They're just not into it, are they? They're just not into having sex anymore. They don't see it. I think there was a survey and something like sixty percent or something saw they saw that as as being dirty and, and wrong and something to be ashamed of. It's amazing, um, isn't it? So, yeah, they're just into it. And then there was another 30% or something that would rather, they just said they'd rather play on computer games and things like that than... God, yeah, and the government, I think they've got an incentive scheme or bringing it in to yeah. get people to have kids and stuff. Yeah. So, but then they had that, didn't they have that in Australia a few years ago? They used to have the, uh, the baby bonus, didn't you? Oh, you used yeah. to get like five grand or something to have a baby, but the people were just going buying plasma, plasma TVs with the <laughs> Yeah, with oh, the bonus. yeah. Um, yeah, they did that. So yeah, but maybe well, I don't know. Well, luckily for Australia, they've got all the immigration, haven't they? That sort of. I don't think many people. I don't know. I've not run into this, so I don't know how many people emigrate to Japan. Maybe not uh, many people emigrate to Japan. They don't have. Generally, people don't yeah, emigrate right. to Japan. Do they? It's very much a. There are very very few migrants into Japan. Oh, okay. Well, um, yeah. Well, that's. Uh, yeah, it's amazing there, really. They're just not chugging anymore. But um, but talking about people or things that look like kids, um, <laughs> I've got... Uh, well, they're not things, are they? Really? That's things, a bit sad. They are people. Things. Yeah. Um, got a bit of dwarf news this week. <laughs> uh, which... I think you've just alienated our dwarf listeners. Yeah. yeah well, if you've got any dwarf listeners out there, <laughs> at Fishy Podcast, yeah, just try and think, tweak something. I think they're only a small percentage of Alice this year. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, um, well, there's this this um, article that came to my attention. Someone, one of our listeners, uh, I'm not going to say his name because he's. I don't know if he's a listener or not, so I'm not going to give him that privilege yet. Um, <laughs> but he's um, said about this this little dwarf. Um, was handed when he was in a restaurant. He was on a date with his fiance, and he was uh, handed uh, some crayons and a coloring book as they they sat down for a romantic dinner. Oh no! Yeah, I know. And see, uh, the waitress obviously knew it was a mistake, and uh, yes, yeah, so I said, "Oh, sorry about that." Um, you know, and she knew it was a mistake when he uh, he said in his deep old voice, uh, "Thank you." And they that is awkward, isn't it? Yeah, Just look at every shoulder of the picture, though, of the two of them there. Again, yeah. where they've done this thing where they've they've had to recreate a picture of them sitting at a table in a restaurant. Just, just so in case, yeah. We understand what a restaurant looks like. Yeah. But he's done well for himself, hasn't he, that little fella? Well, she's 20 and he's 26. Yeah. She's not a... She's a... They don't age very well, do they, dwarves? <laughs> no. She's like a um, buxom blonde. She's pretty nice, actually, isn't she? Oh, well... Yeah, no, she is, yeah. You can't, you can't yeah. see from the uh, chest down because she's obviously behind the table in the restaurant, but she's... She looks a public character, doesn't she? Yeah, no, she does so much, yeah. So it's going to be a lot of fun, yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, but, oh, actually, in that story, um, there are a few headlines in the story that... Well, we, I didn't print these off or look into these stories, but a uh, man discovers wife's hen night, dwarf stripper affair after firstborn is born with dwarfism. Um, oh, that's awkward, isn't it? Yeah. And then another story, another headline, which, again, I'm not... Maybe maybe we could have a bit more dwarf news next week if uh, we I could think, get some good feedback. Yeah, I think this could be a regular feature, couldn't it? I think it's uh, got legs. Man pooed on council office floor in protest at dwarf discrimination. So, you know, you don't know what happened Well, the, the obvious protest, though, isn't it? Yeah, why if, not? If you feel discriminated, just go and poo on the council <laughs> office floor. 
that was all too. But there is some sad news about dwarfs as well that it's not all fun stuff. Um, obviously, that was, you know, just good. No. <laughs> yeah, that was all fun, all that. <laughs> yeah. Stag and end parties face crisis after dwarf shortage. Oh, no. Yeah. No, I didn't realise that, sh- well, showbiz bosses have revealed demand for pint-sized performers at, at celebrations is booming. <laughs> showbiz bosses. So someone who arranges... Yeah, like Simon Cowell. Someone who arranges head and stag do's. They, do they class themselves as showbiz bosses? Yeah, oh, well, they, well, it's, it's massive, massive money. Like they, you know, if you were a dwarf, um, yeah, you can earn three thousand pounds a week doing it. Fine. Um, what, just rocking up at a, a stag and, do? And a stag do? Yeah. What, just as the comedy factor? Because it must be quite demeaning. Like, I don't yeah, know what they get them doing. Like, well, there's a little picture. I guess he just goes around with them, do they, on the night out? Like, yeah, they've got a little umpalumpa there. Two umpalumpas. They're doing that, and they're very happy. Like, he looks happy. He's got a little outfit on. Probably a free night out as well, isn't it? Because you only just take them around on the town with them and give yeah. them a drink. But they've got loads of like dwarfs. They, you know, they do pretty well. You've sort of hit the jackpot, haven't you? If you, if well, you get a dwarf as a kid, you, you know, <laughs> I'm not so sure you'd be sitting, like sitting in the jackpot. Well, I don't know. You got. Well, maybe no. Maybe you should say that it's more of a. Did the parents actually? I don't think the parents would actually win from it. They would because children are small yeah. anyway. So. You can have a small person anyway. Yeah, you'd, you'd so have to you, wait till they're it's, adult. It's, it's yeah. the actual dwarf themselves who cash in. But they can't be that. Well, they've got pantos as well. Well, that's the problem. I mean, they've always had panto, but that was always seasonal, wasn't it? But now it looks like mm. they're getting this year-round stag do demand. Yeah. But they're, well, there's a massive so shortage. It's, so it's not just films and um, panto anymore. So a massive shortage. But how do you increase the, the population of dwarves? Well, you just have to get the dwarf shaking, don't you? And I don't think I don't think that necessarily creates a dwarf, though, does it? Pretty sure that if a well, it'd be a higher chance when because the genes, the gene pool would well, be. Yeah, I'm sure I've seen documentaries in the past in on Channel Five, albeit, but well, you know, there's living, you know, it's like kids that are like much taller than their parents because both the parents were dwarves and things. So. Yeah, but surely it increase the chances because they, like they've got the right genes it. for it. Yeah, you'd, you'd you know because we if. Like you and your wife, yeah, you're never going to produce a job, are you? Really, realistically, well, well not that. never. You don't know. Of it's a bit like that. that. That's it, why they, they obviously it, start somewhere. Well, yeah, it? it's, an, it's a bit like the thing about chimps uh, with typewriters. People say that they could never write the works of Shakespeare, but actually they, they will. Given infinite time, I mean, given infinite time, yeah, they will do it. Yeah, and it sort of defines infinity. But anyway, so if you had an infinite time with your wife. You'd eventually produce a. Eventually produce a dwarf. <laughs> After dear, dear, if you're listening, <laughs> I'll be coming home soon. Yeah. Well, then you could hit the jackpot. Um, but yeah, well, that's that's that bit of dwarf news. Oh, and then there's there's one last one I've got about dwarfs. Um, yeah, because that first one I said that was yeah that was quite old news. That was from 2014. Apparently they got married in 2016. Uh, the couple with the colouring book. Um, what have we said about not admitting to the dates on this? We supposed to be this said, week's news. Yeah, sorry. We didn't yeah. have to say that. Yeah, just added that in. And then this one, um, dwarf boxing bar slammed as insulting bar campaigners. I think this is a, again a, not a bad idea. Like, there aren't that many dwarfs in where we are in Brisbane, are there? But if you can get enough together. I don't know. So I say it's a dwarf boxing tournament. Yes, in Manila, in the, in the Philippines. Um, yeah, basically you pay, and you you either pay the money or in well tips or, or drinks, um, and you referee a boxing match. A couple of dwarf boxing. Oh, so you get to you get to referee a match. Yeah. Right? So you're involved in like an immersive experience. They've got they've got a dozen dwarfs um, who stage fights from eight pm till four am. Um, yeah, and that's 
campaigners though. You say yeah, the campaigners. Saying, it's insulting, but they're getting probably getting paid for it. They're getting a good living. Yeah, workers at the bar receive around two hundred and fifty Filipino pesos. That's three three dollars fifty for a night's work. <laughs> well, that's it's <laughs> not great, is it? <laughs> but probably got three small way though in the Philippines, though, doesn't it? It's all relative. Yeah, these campaigners. Have well, come I just out want to know who these, these campaigners are. Like, there's a there's actually a a, a campaign group. Yeah, well, I see. There's um um. Well, it's it's this lady from the Little People Association of the Philippines <laughs> said the bar was offensive for calling workers midgets. Yeah, um, I mean that's a bit. Uh, well, they're not, are they? They're dwarfs. Obviously, there's a dif- we we all know there's a difference between a dwarf and a midget. Um, but yeah, but the but then dwarf boxing in Manila. Um, yeah, they've just come out and said, well, you know, what's the problem? Yeah, so that, that's that one. That's boxing. I think that's dwarf news. Not. I think we've done that's dwarf news done. Yeah. Well, that'll be back same time, same place next week. What have you got tonight? Or not? Um, some selfie news this week. Uh, so last week we talked about the uh, the guy that had selfieitis, um, the disease, which means that you have to take two hundred selfies a day. So yeah. the news news out of India this week is the uh, alarming. Do you get guy panics when he's not done enough? Like he does. Maybe. Yeah, he said that. Yeah. He's, so if he's he, get, if he gets to like lunchtime, he's had a big night the night before and he's only done yeah, two and he's yeah, got to like 11 yeah. and then he's just... Well, he panics if he doesn't get, was it 200 likes in the first 10 minutes or something, he, it distresses him. So, yeah. sad, isn't it? Yeah. But it's, uh, the news out of India this week is that just the alarming amount of, of selfie deaths that are being caused, um, apparently there's a huge trend in India to take a selfie with an oncoming train in the background. Um, you're supposed to do it with your partner and it's supposed to symbolise that you're you've got lasting love. So basically, if people are you know getting together with a partner and taking a selfie with a train right behind them, um, but obviously hundreds of are being killed every year God. from this trend because they're literally doing it. There's, you know, there's footage and some videos of them literally centimetres from trains as they come by them. It's absolutely horrific. That's amazing. That's all I always remember that um, that video at school where they had that safety video. There's yeah, don't, don't play that. near the train lines. Yeah. So there's the most yeah. Like, really scary, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty dark. Yeah, and they had his parents in there. One of them, they like they showed this video, and like the person that was doing it was the parent of the kid that did it. It was really sad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is absolutely crazy. So there's all there's public safety things going around India trying to urge children not to take selfies. Yeah. Kids are stupid, aren't they? You know, we couldn't take from this is kids are stupid. Yeah, and it's not something we're going to do for this podcast either. I don't, you know, we're not promoting podcast the podcast by doing a video was. minutes away from a train. Well, I don't think we'll be able to here because the trains are offline again this weekend in Brisbane. <laughs> Queensland Rail, absolute disgrace. I don't want to go into that. Just it's not particularly light entertainment, but if you are listening for Queensland Rail, you're a disgrace. All right, again. Two years, two years of no services. And again, the Commonwealth Games coming up next week. So clearly they're trying to get drivers annual leave down so that they can have more trains on next week. So oh, massive right. shortage of drivers. Yeah. So that's three weeks out of four I've not been able to get a train. All right, mate, just, yeah, just leave it. It's, you know, we might have some yeah. Queensland Rail employees who are listening to this thinking... Well, they we probably are because they've got nothing better to do because they're on leave. Cause they're, yeah, forced annual leave, yeah. yeah. Anyway, cheer me up a bit. Uh, all right, well, I've got some light, more light news here. Um UK man dies after getting head trapped in cinema seat. <laughs> Brilliant, that's much more light after. Yeah, a nice what, dramatic death. Just what you wanted to hear. Yeah, he um, he got wet, apparently got wedged in the electronic footrest of his seat when he bent down to retrieve a phone. Um, oh. He was only only freed after the footrest was broken by staff and other patrons because he he suffered cardiac arrest. He obviously had a heart attack when it happened, so he was 
probably a big fella. But. Oh, so he got trapped, but then it was a heart attack that killed him rather than yeah, the seat. Yeah, it was. It, yeah, they're saying it was the seat, but it was. Um, you know that that was part of it, wasn't it? That I'm was, sure that a, was. The, it sounds to me like there's a claim going in, isn't there, against that oh, certain company? Yeah, causing his death. Well, they're all saddened by it, but yeah, oh, there's going to be a massive claim on this. But a cinema in Birmingham, in the UK, um, not in America. Um, that yeah, it's just um, that they've just begun a health and safety investigation. Do you remember the best cinema I've ever been to? Just to add this in, was in New Zealand, where yeah, it was basically a, the. The cinema was just full of sofas, and you just you just sat on a sofa, and like you could lay down, and right. it was brilliant. It was a little, and and they also had um, like a little restaurant in there, and then you had like a half time, like a matinee, and you can go out and get food, like hot food and stuff, and come back in, and oh, that's cool. Lay on, it was brilliant. Could be annoying just, if yeah, but is that not for lovers? Are they like? Is it going to be like people smooching up on the couch and that? Uh, probably. Yeah. Or was it just you and then loads of other couples <laughs> all smooching <laughs> together? <laughs> no, no, we just. What was it? Oh, oh, my mate. I went when I went like three or four years ago. My mate did that. Well, I don't need to go on this, but uh, no. yeah, I mean, basically, it wasn't. Yeah, it, they are, are, are they? I'm also aware that some of those, you know, those special adult cinemas. I think that's the setup they have, isn't it? Yeah, and a bog roll. And a bog roll. Yeah, a, a, next to every seat. It's yeah, like sofas. It wasn't like that though. Was there it was not? No, no, it was a. We watched a comedy <laughs> film. Can't remember what watched now. It wasn't the yeah. cobbler. Maybe the cobbler, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that great picture. Uh, what you got, Alan? Oh, I see, sorry, I've got, well, um, well, I'll move on to that. I've actually got another one. Well, when we're talking about sort of sad deaths, um, we got a man, man found dead after getting his head stuck in a patio door in Colouth. County Louth. <laughs> in County Louth, yeah. In Colouth. <laughs> um, yeah, the, apparently he was a friend of the family and he's uh, they just found him uh, with his head through the patio door yeah how does that work then just stuck in the patio and just found him stuck no, how what, what's the background well they don't know they're, they're having to do a toxology test um, and through the glass I take it uh, no stuck in the door his head was stuck in what part of the door uh, well it just says was attempting to gain entry when his head became stuck in the door he was discovered at 9am by a person who was living in, in the home so well, obviously they they were out and then came back. Um, and there's a man with his head stuck in a door. Yeah, his body, he, his body was moved uh, a short time uh, later. His body was moved a short time later by the occupant. Yeah. Something sounds a bit odd about that. Well, I don't know. There's no follow-up, but um, it just says it, look, it looks out. like he may have been trying to lift the door off to get into the house. You and when it. he had had it up so far, he tried to slide it um, over the door. May have come back and trapped him there. Could have died from injuries. We may have also died from hypothermia. So that's uh, another cheery story there, nice. just to keep us very cheery. Sounds keep everyone's peckers up. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks for that. I've only got I've got one more. <laughs> so let me guess. Let me guess. Someone died <laughs> from being trapped in something in a charity clothing bin. Yeah. <laughs> so it really is. Yeah, it's in uh, in Germany. This one um on christmas day was a bit sad uh, just even sadder yeah maybe we shouldn't mention it but it was um yeah it was a charity bin and it looks like he was trying to get in there and um obviously get some clothes out of the bin and could have just waited because i'm sure these obviously the point of this is that they well they go to shop don't they and people buy them for a discounted price so i suppose he couldn't wait because he would have still had to purchase them wouldn't he but uh um, well, was he homeless or something I yeah a little homeless fella and he's um he tried to get in and he 
he's uh, yeah he got trapped in there and um, the police well the, well the police and the fire service tried to help help him out but um, yeah they couldn't and he and he died and then there's another story about in Chicago um, fire crews rescued him well this this guy actually got rescued so just to leave it on a final positive note a man who became trapped in a clothing donation box earlier Thursday so that Thursday so you know they're not all bad stories but Anyway, not. Have you got any yeah, that's a bit dark, that is, mate. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll go around, pop around Europe, shall we? Have some European news. Yeah. Um, and the surprise news out of France this week is that for the first time ever, hamburgers have outsold the sale of baguettes. What? Like a Subway? Uh, no, so your, your traditional classic French baguette, you know, that's what they all eat, isn't it? A baguette with ham and cheese in. 26 inches. Yeah, well, you know. Or 12, yeah. Whatever. Subway, yeah. You'd be happy with either, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, not Subway's, you know. Like every French bakery, that's all the French eat. Baguettes, they're all, they're obsessed with baguettes. Is there oh, any right. Frenchman, this stereotypical, you've been to France? Yeah, I went to the airport. I went to Paris. Oh, well, the there airport, you go, yeah. yeah. You've been Charles de Gaulle, I and mean, it's pretty, yeah. much, pretty much France, isn't it? Yeah. No, but they, the stereotypes of French people walking around with loves of bread. Yeah, garlic and yeah, stripy jumper. It's quite bike. accurate, that's what they like, yeah. Um, but for, for the first time ever, yeah, they've uh, actually been selling more hamburgers than... Who's that, McDonald's? ...than ham and cheese baguettes. And, and other popular... Or, or the, other burger restaurants are available. It, but yeah, is but that where they've got both options there, or is that just... Uh, what do you mean? No, just generally. Oh, just generally, not, yeah. We're not looking at one restaurant. Like, right. This is just as a nation. Yeah. That's sad news, isn't it? It is. It's it globalisation for They are losing their identity. So they sold 1.46 billion burgers as opposed to only 1.22 billion baguettes. Filled with sliced ham. Um, which, to be fair, burgers are just taking over the world, aren't they? I mean, gourmet burgers seem to be everywhere. They're like, yeah. you know, all top restaurants all now have burgers on the menu. Oh, but then dumplings, though, they're getting a little bit bigger, aren't they? And what? Dumplings? What's that got to do with anything? <laughs> you can't, what? what kind of responses? <laughs> dumplings. <laughs> yeah, but there's different food groups that are also, you know, pushing out the traditional meat and two veg or whatever and everyone's you know I'm sure they are I'm not I'm not discounting any other f- other food is available <laughs> alright but um, this is purely I think you're looking too deep into this it's purely into French I mean French are quite proud of their culture aren't they and cheeses yeah exactly love a cheese and wine I do love a cheese and wine but um, well, it won't be long before even that's out by something the big smokers over there as well aren't they they are big smokers over there yeah um, oh well that's a bit uh, well that's not great news what about well, I've got this more cheerier one. Um, there's been an election in um, in Russia. Obviously, uh, Putin won again. Did he? Oh, that's yeah. surprise. <laughs> that's a surprise, surprise, isn't it? That? But uh, this this one guy, there's a good video on the internet at the moment where a guy dressed up in a bear suit and he, he's just he had a few difficulties trying to vote in it. Um, he could barely fit into the voting booth. But but yeah, he's he's gone in there and why not just do it in a bear suit? And he's uh, and the article says apparently bears are allowed to vote in, in Russia. Or at least people in bear costumes. It's almost like they're trying to try and say it's one big joke. The whole thing. Another guy dressed as a panda, and uh, someone else dressed as a yeti. Never, you've never seen that anywhere else, have you? Have you ever seen anyone? People going dressed as. Oh, is that just because they can't? I assume they're probably voting for someone else other than Putin. So if anyone is even allowed to run. Yeah, but, so they've gone... And they're probably in disguise because, yeah, you know, I'd be like, if you, if, cl- if you vote for anything <laughs> other than Putin, you'll, be, you'll walk out and then someone will offer you a, 
a drink, yeah, and then you'd be found on a park bench ten minutes later. And they went to the costume shop and said, "Oh, have you just got a moustache, you know, and a, and a pair of glasses?" And, oh, sorry, mate, we've run out. Yeah, so now <laughs> there's a queue. You look at you look at the voting offices. There's a queue of fellas wearing moustaches, <laughs> big noses, and glasses. <laughs> So yeah, that's what's been happening on that one. That that'd be brilliant. I wish I could have that at the local election. Um, anything else not from you? Have you got any? Uh, other well, back to France actually. We go oh, back yeah. back to France. Um, and a few weeks ago, you remember we may have uh, again. This may have been one that didn't actually make the final edit, but we talked about the um, the new trend of of brothels opening up around Europe, where the brothel is actually full of sex doll sex dolls rather than rather than humans Um, it was particularly appealing to the business traveller market where you know obviously lots of business travellers around they're bored in the evenings there's not a lot to do as a business traveller so they were going to these uh, sex doll shops and having an hour with a a sex doll um, because it wasn't cheating and particularly the Asian business travellers from Japan yeah from Japan funnily enough yeah not not yeah don't want to have sex with a human but sex dolls but but no, there was a huge market for it, basically. So that, you know, there was something for men to do and they weren't actually cheating on their spouses. Um, but there's been a court case this week in Paris um, to work out whether it, you know, whether one of these sex doll brothels is, is technically a brothel and therefore should it be illegal. It's interesting, isn't it? It is very interesting, isn't it? Um, there's this place, Paris councillors um, tried to close this place down. Clients were charged €89 Euros an hour um, to have a session with a silicon sex doll. Communist councillors and feminist groups have been calling for the closure of ex-dolls because they argue it is effectively a brothel. Um, what's your thoughts on that? Well, is it a brothel you... or not? Uh, it's an animate object, isn't it? It's, um, it's a bit like the, going back to the cinemas, isn't it? When people are just going to those adult cinemas, really, essentially. You can just bring in a, in a toy. Yeah, you? just, you've just got a sex aid in there with you, essentially. Yeah. I'd... What about that Kellogg guy? He wouldn't be happy with that, would he? We've talked to him before. Oh, the reason why I invented Kellogg's yeah. flakes is to stop people masturbating. <laughs> yeah. Still don't see the point of that. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's one step too far, really. For I know robot, robots are going to be. Well, they uh, they argue that it's degrading to women. But you always see this story. Now. Everyone's, everything's always degrading to someone, isn't it? Degrading. Why is it degrading to women? Well, because they're being replaced by robots. Is that? No, I think they're saying just because that that it's the sex dolls by and large look like women so it's oh, degrading right. women by having a doll dressed up as a woman but surely it's a lot less degrading to women than using actual women in there I mean yeah. actual female prostitutes like surely it's a step in the right direction got, like, yeah I'm sure they can cater for your needs yeah I'm sure well, not my needs but uh, I'm just, it's just funny that it, it, I don't know would that be seen even worse if it was a if it were like a guy you can imagine that card you're like <laughs> going in for a guy doll yeah and um, it's like, hold on a minute, like, this is, yeah, I'm sure that'll even be more frowned upon. Yeah, that would be frowned upon, wouldn't it? Um, but essentially, it's been ruled that um, it is legal, it's not a brothel, and the council came out in favour of the shop. In favour of it? Yep, so you can now go there. So it's called X, I'll give you the address off there, so you can... Uh, oh, cheers, mate, yeah. Ne- next time you're in <laughs> Charles de Gaulle Airport, <laughs> soaking yeah. in some uh, Parisian culture, yeah. Yeah, I'll look at some baguettes and uh, yeah. nip in there. Yeah. Um, All right, the challenge for you then, link from that story to one of yours. Uh, well, that's a, some might say that's a, uh, what they say, pie in the sky type idea. Would you say that? Well, not really, but yeah, right. well, if I was to say that. Well, there's, apparently there's been a gigantic square cloud 
that uh, Spock claims the US Air Force is controlling the weather. And this has been around a few years now. Like the, people have said the Chinese are trying to do it as well. They're actually, they can control the weather. Um, right. There's some program in, in America, it's called, here we go, High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program, or H-A-A-R-P. What channel's that on? Um, really. <laughs> you were actually <laughs> looking at that, <laughs> No, I was, looking, I was just reading the next bit. Um, yeah, so this controversial program, um, yeah, apparently the, the conspiracy theorists are saying that they can actually control the weather, but surely, if, if they could control the weather, why wouldn't they be using it for good? Like, as opposed to, why wouldn't they be sending, like, class Africa and stuff? So they, you know... Make it rain in Africa. Yeah. Why, why would they keep it a secret and... And what, are they going to use that as a... As yeah. like some sort of war in warfare? Like, they're going to have a big thunderstorm? Yeah. Just wears a coat. Yeah, I don't know. Brisbane comes to an absolute standstill as soon as it rains here. Yeah, well, the UK it's just doesn't. Pandemonium. It's a big freeze. I think about the third it this week on the day. Yeah, they've had more snow, haven't they? More yeah. snow. So, so just, maybe, maybe there's a point there. But then it makes it. Dip, well, I don't know. Does it? Because yeah, I, mean, I suppose they make they can you know make it snow, blizzards, and everything. But that would be a bit of a if if one say Russia could control the UK's weather and it just constantly makes it snow for months and months on end. But yeah. That's been that one. They've got um, another guy who um, who's come apparently a time traveller, has come back from the two two thousand thirties, um, reveals that the humanity is overrun by robots. Um, yeah, you could see that. Yeah. Well I think they've got a picture of it, aren't they? Maybe they where where did he come from? So the 2030s. It's from Siberia. Siberian man. Yeah, he's, he's just posted a video. Is Putin still president? Probably. Of course he is. And then uh, Zing in China. He's yeah, obviously course, still yeah. going into his 50th, no, yeah. probably 50th year of yeah. rule. Um, yeah. Yeah, they got um, the Daily Star um, online previously revealed another self proclaimed time traveller from the 2040. <laughs> uh, sorry, from 4040 he was. Bloody hell, that's a long time away, isn't it? Oh, it's a long time away. Um, what, what was this, who revealed that? What source? Daily Star. <laughs> the Daily Star, I think that says it's all, doesn't it? Yeah, well, this yeah. one, yeah. I, I, I'm, intent to, I, I'm inclined to believe that that's not actually true, that story. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm sorry to break it to you. Know. Yeah, um, but surely he keep I, it a secret. Wouldn't he do like they do on Back to the Future and you just go back and make some money? And well, he's trying to warn no people, isn't he, though? Of the robots? Yeah. Like Turn the Terminator? Yeah. But yeah, I think you'd just make some money in reality, wouldn't you? You'd take yourself yeah. a sports almanac out back and... Yeah, and just and just do that. You know, you could earn, earn a reasonable living. Because then you could stop it, couldn't you? Well, yeah. If like, you make yourself a like multi-billionaire, because yeah. then you can stop then the robot program, because then you can... You'd have the wealth to stop it. Well, would it still happen if you've changed well, you time? Well, you change time, wouldn't you? Yeah, it's a bit like Back to the Future. Knock-on effects. But yeah. you know what I mean? If you made yourself a multi-billionaire... Then yeah. you could stop people like Elon Musk and these other people building these robots. Yeah. You could put stop to it yourself, so. But wouldn't anyone believe him? We, we got, I suppose we'd do we got billions, billions of dollars in the yeah, and believe and anything, and, wouldn't And you've actually proved that you can predict. Yeah. But then, no one, well, yeah. Look at Elon Musk. I mean, Elon Musk, did they just, is it, they're just giving him a $2.3 billion bonus, haven't they, or something this week, the shareholders voted for. Um, of his own company, yeah. Yeah, but even though he's, they don't make any profits. Um, all the, all the ideas, they're making massive losses, and all his ideas are just ideas in his head about, oh, let's make this, let's yeah. make this robot that could do this, let's automate this, and they're just, <laughs> he's just coming up with ideas. So, yeah, you start with PayPal or something. I don't know. I don't 
another one. I don't know, yeah, it might have been something like that, yeah. Yeah, and you just I'm from that and yeah. doing all this other stuff. Yeah. Oh well that's anyway, yeah, yeah, that's pro eight. And then uh, What about this one? Got another one, one final one from me. Yeah. Schoolgirl in the UK has been paralysed by an energy drink. Um, Schoolgirl collapsed with stroke like symptoms um, during class um, after she drank after she drank too many of the caffeine packed energy drinks. Oh, how many did you have to drink to become <sighs> Not that many, so she's thirteen year old. Um, and the, the whole left side of her body became numb and wouldn't function. She couldn't speak, and it was because she downed too many of the 50p energy drinks called Emerge from an ice cream van that parks near the school. There's um, energy drinks now. Yeah, they're everywhere. Mr. Whippet. I don't know. They've, they've moved on the times, haven't they? It's on blue drink now. Innovation, isn't it? Yeah. Um, she had a CT scan, ECG, X-rays, and it proved that essentially she'd had a, a stroke, essentially, um, just from too much caffeine, and that's what caffeine overdosed does to you. And she was told that if she'd have drank one more drink, she, she would have been dead. I don't know, I think you'd be an absolute knobhead to start drinking blue. Blue drink? Yeah, blue drinks. I don't know. Absolute dig. So yeah, the, the, uh, this particular energy drink is sold in Tesco, Netto, Asda, Poundland, and Home Bargains. And it competes in the highly sought-after energy drinks market. It includes Red Bull and Relentless. Some retailers sell it for just thirty-five pence. Well, the problem is, is that people yeah don't understand that like those drinks are supposed to be for like athletes. They're not supposed to be people who just sit around. Like it's a bit like those Cliff Bars in there. In oh, that, yeah. Those higher, yeah. they're just full of sugar. Yeah. And then for the rock rock columns and yeah, stuff, and people, people in the like government, sleep. yeah, who just sit around, you know, just. Doing nothing all day, but the cliff bar. Oh, this is a tasty little bar. It's just, it's just full of sugar. It's not actually. You know. It's just this one is just got the breakdown here. It's just caffeine and sugar. It's just yeah, uh, like bucket loads of it. You're always going to be a professional athlete to be able to drink those. And even professional athletes, I can't imagine have too much of this. They might have it right in the peak of when they're performing, but there's no goodness in that at all. I mean, it's no. it's absolute shit, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, that's our public safety message for the week. We seem, we seem to have one of them every week, don't we? So. Yeah. I've got a little story about uh, buffalo blue cheese, but maybe that can wait till next week. Oh, you can't believe people are hanging for that. What? Just give us the headline then. Give us a little snippet. Well, it just says a Victorian buffalo farm is going from strength to strength thanks to growing demand for Australia's first buffalo blue cheese. Oh. It's brilliant. Oh man. And he named his cows as well. That was it. That was you know he named his cows. He's got Dixie, Clara. Hildy and Sailor. Wow. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, um, thanks for listening again. Yeah, brilliant. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. We'll leave you on that uh, on that cliffhanger. So, tune in next week if you want to hear more names of buffaloes. Yeah. Um, and to find out more about which awards this buffalo farmer has won. Yeah. yeah, cheese news. Yeah, yeah. maybe we have some cheese news. Some, so, we're back with cheese news, dwarf news. Yeah. And uh, selfie news. Robot news. We'll yeah. That as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so thanks for downloading. Remember to leave us some comments, some feedback, wherever you downloaded it from. And uh, hit us up on social media, at Fishy Podcast on Twitter. We'll see you next week. Cheers.